Getting Better Healthcare is brought to you in part by Leo Pharma. Every American is acutely aware of the issues surrounding our healthcare system. We know miracles can happen, but we find ourselves bombarded by conflicting information and are uncertain of what and whom we can trust. We have some of the best medical care in the world for those who can afford it. Incredible new drugs that change people's lives but can be very costly. Many of the best doctors the world has ever seen, but not all are perfect. That's why Dr. Steve Feldman created the show, Getting Better Healthcare, to help walk us through the labyrinth, helping us understand how to take better care of ourselves and to better understand the challenges, issues, controversies, and complexities of our healthcare system as it exists and as it could be. For better healthcare and a better healthcare system, listen to the doctor. Now, here's Steve. Welcome to Getting Better Healthcare on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Steve Feldman, founder of the DrScore.com physician rating website. Well, on today's show, we're continuing our conversation with Dr. Anthony Wynn. He's Senior Vice President for Care Management at WellPoint Incorporated, one of the nation's largest healthcare insurance companies. In our last episode, Dr. Wynn was describing things that insurance companies can do to help better coordinate care, to make care better, and at the same time, make it more affordable. On today's program, he continues that conversation, telling us specifically about some of their programs, about how they're using new technologies, how they're engaging patients and incentivizing patients, and even using social networking in order to give patients a better and more affordable healthcare experience. Dr. Wynn, thank you so much um, for spending time with us again. I want to get back to some of the, the very most exciting things that you were talking about, um, some of the electronic innovations and things you're doing to engage patients. Um, let me first talk about, ask you about something that I, I find to be center stage, and that is you know, where the incentives in the system lie. Um, Right now we have a system where the employers and the insurers are paying for the care and the patient isn't paying for it, so the patient seems to have little, if any, incentive to seek out low-cost care. It seems like they're incentivized to seek out the most intensive, highest-cost care they possibly can. Is that a problem, and is that something that you have to deal with? Absolutely, Steve, because we all know, and many of us, uh, you and I know, that health care outcomes it's not related to how much money you spend. In other words, cost and quality, there's, n- there's no direct relationship. Just because you pay more for an open-heart surgery does not mean you get the best outcomes because of so much variation in medicine. So that being said, we have to ensure that people are getting the right care irrespective of the cost, and we have to provide the information back. We have a company, uh, American Imaging, management aim and that company is uh, focuses on radiology to ensure that now when your doctor recommends a cat scan we oversee we see that and say geez steve do you really need a cat scan because people with back pain that and you've only had it for two days does even meet the criteria for a cat scan so that we help you now engage your doctor in that discussion number two and even if you do need a cat scan well from our database, we can tell you we're the best provider with the newest technology so that you can get the least exposure to radiation is because of our database. And that is how we help member our members 
navigate so that they get the best outcomes at the lowest cost. I love that you've picked um, uh, imaging for back pain because I had this issue. You know, my my son's uh, was having back pain issues, a teenager, you know, and he, we sent him to the pediatric orthopedist who suggested the possibility of getting an MRI, which probably costs a lot more than a CAT scan. My guess is it's in the thousands of dollars. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, we, we would do this to rule out the possibility of a tumor. Now, I think the likelihood of a tumor in my 18-year-old son is pretty small, but it's not zero. So should we have the MRI or not? Well, if the insurer is paying for the MRI, why not? But if if I had to pay, you know, half the cost of it, I might not do it because it's really needed. And even if I thought, well, it's worth the chance to do it, I might call around to get the best price, something I never do when the insurer is picking up the whole tab. Yes. So really, uh, it's a great example. And here's how it's redirecting you. And you might call around, but how do you know, Steve, as a consumer, where to call? And number two, what is the quality behind that? Well, we have a database based on all of our claims information and self-attestation from the facility. So we have that information. We can tell you, hey, let us redirect you, Steve. You actually do need that imaging test, and here you can go down the street. And actually the nearest one is going to be the most costly and the highest radiation exposure. Let me redirect you to another facility that you can get better results for the money that you're spending. And um, what about, that's how we help our members. That's great. But what about when there really is a conflict between the what the insurer feels the best interest is in the patient? So the patient says, look, there's only a one in a million chance this is a tumor, but I want the MRI because I want to rule out that one in a million chance. And the insurer says, well, that's not within the guidelines. You don't need it. Right, and so a one in a million chance, and that's where we have to take a step back and say, how can us as Americans spend the most money compared on our gross domestic product, the most money relative to every other country, and expect to keep health care affordable because health care is bankrupting people. And that's where we have to really sit back and say, if it's one in a million, one in a million, is it really worth the cost? Because now that money... What if I share with you, Steve, that money can help give more immunizations to some children so that they can now prevent a bad outcome? I like it. That's where it needs to be made. Yeah, the problem we'll have is that the patient's going to say, well, you're rationing my care, and the doctor's going to say, well, I've got to recommend it to the patient because in the one in a million chance that there was a tumor, I don't want the pantsuit off me. And this is where we have to go back to evidence-based medicine, where if the physician is practicing based on scientific data, then I think we're all on good grounds. And this is where, really, medicine has progressed significantly from 20, 30 years ago. There is scientific literature for almost anything, or many things, I should say. And this is where we need to now have these type of peer discussions based on scientific information. Outstanding. So um, it's the quality and the value aspect that we're driving for, uh, on behalf of our members at WellPoint. Anthony, uh, do you have time to tell us about what you're doing with social networking in more detail? Or you? Yeah, great. So, so the social networking aspect is, as an example, with the um, uh, remote monitoring, now we have nurses that are going to be engaged with you, and so you can also you know, text them if you like. 
but we also have other areas where we're enabling networking. So an example, leveraging 4G technology on cell phones. Our vision at WellPoint is to enable care to be delivered anywhere, anytime, any place. So, Steve, your son is out in the soccer field. He's played soccer, and he sprains his ankle. And he does now, have a 4G phone. Yeah. So now you're concerned, and he sprains, and it looks pretty bad. Well, you normally would run to the ER. Well, we're enabling our members now to now get onto their smartphone, click on an icon, and up comes an Anthem nurse. So now you're talking to an Anthem nurse live on a, over a 4G network. So it's pretty good quality. The nurse goes, geez, what happened, Steve? So you share the story, and the nurse goes, well, can you show me what it looks like? So you flip it to the front-facing camera, and the nurse can take a look at it and say, wow, you know what? I like to refer you to the nearest urgent care, or we have an orthopedic surgeon that is nearby. We actually have three of them. And based on your GPS, there's one that's 0.3 miles, 2 miles, and 3 miles. Would you like to talk to one of them? You say, okay. And then now we warm transfer you to that available orthopedic surgeon on, the, on your cell phone so that now you can engage and that orthopedic surgeon can take over the care from, from there. We're doing things that, that is where they we couldn't believe. even dream about uh, on Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting, but the technology is, is here today. And for us to deliver care that's convenient, affordable, is what I'm passionate about. That's great. Now, um, with regard to the social network, and one of the things I think is so cool about that is the success of micro-lending programs and, and, and how so much of that success seems based not on the actual small loan but on putting people into small groups with friends who are monitoring each other to make sure that people have the incentive to do what they're supposed to do. So you're creating that same kind of social networking for people to quit smoking, give up alcohol, lose weight, um, exercise. Steve, yes. Let me bring you back to that example where the remote monitoring that our associates are wearing right now. So now these associates can also friend the people around them so that they have a small network of people. And then now we've assigned them to a nurse or a health coach. So that health coach also has a cohort of people that she's engaged with. And she might be now holding classes about, hey, sleep seminar. And so now she might invite a number of the people that she's coaching, and they would all have to, you know, sign waivers and say, you know, I'm going to share information, and it's going to be in a more group type of setting. But once we go over those legal um, uh, hurdles, then now we have an environment where people are sharing information, and then they're also now sharing data so that they keep each other accountable. And so now they're also tweeting one another once they hit that goal. So it is not just... Steve trying to hit his goal and exercise by himself, but now he's got a cohort of people and a coach that is also monitoring and motivating him along, which we find very powerful. Anthony, you know, at this point I was going to ask you, what do you see the future bringing? But it sounds like the future is already here. No, we see at WellPoint, again, to, to, for us to achieve high-quality, affordable care, we have to continue to execute, and we have to have that vision. And the vision that we have is that mobile devices will be key. Healthcare needs to be real-time, such as remote monitoring. Healthcare needs to be personal, such as now we have not only nurses with webcams engaging you in a, in a using the available technology, they engaging in a webcam experience, but we also have them on 
HDTV. So we've been engaged in pilots in Ohio where we have our members using a webcam that is generating information, transmitting information back and forth to us on 1080p. So basically, like you're watching um, a high-definition TV uh, movie, no different. So we personalize our nurses and our doctors so that they can have that type of interaction. So again, real-time, personable, convenient. Any final words of wisdom for our audience? Well, I think this is uh, an exciting time for us to be in healthcare today, and I see uh, healthcare changing significantly. It is much different uh, when we started as a health insurer just paying claims. WellPoint is fixated on enabling and encouraging our members to have a healthier lifestyle, and so providing them tools to achieve that, that's what gets me up every day. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. We've talked a lot on this program about making major changes to our health care system, changes, for example, a single-payer system or moving to a everybody-pays-for-themselves system, all sorts of things. But what I love about what Dr. Wynn and the folks at WellPoint are doing is within the context of the current system, they are working to make uh, our system work better. They're putting people to work uh, helping coordinate care, and they're in a unique position to do it, seeing as those they see all the claims data from the doctors and the pharmacy, and so they can do a lot to help patients have a better medical experience. It'll be interesting to see uh, how these uh, efforts move in the future, uh, whether they're picked up by other insurance companies and, and other parts of our healthcare system. Well. That's our program for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Our theme music is by the incomparable Michael Zioli. Our show has been brought to you in part by a grant from Leo Pharma. Until next week, I wish you the very best of health. Thanks for listening to the show today. Remember to go to DrScore.com to get and give feedback about your doctor and to read others' recommendations about doctors in your area. It's a way to choose your path to healthcare empowerment. That's DrScore.com. DrScore.com, and we'll see you next week right here on Getting Better Healthcare.